Hang on. All right, guys. <laughs> We're live. Welcome, everybody, to our Crypto Mining Tools podcast. I think we're at, you know, maybe number 35 uh, episodes here. I'm looking forward to maybe getting to 50 uh, very soon. But um, today here, I'm your host, Scott Offord, and we have our co-host over here. Hey, everybody. Ethan here. And then uh, we've, we've got Scott Hancock, and we call him Scotty because, you know, the two Scots, well, yeah, the two too, too Scots, we, we get mixed up. <laughs> and, and then we have Mike over here. Um, Mike, what, what's your last name again? Groff, G-R-O-F-F. Groff, yeah, right. Okay. So yeah, uh, you know, today we're talking about a very interesting topic. We haven't really discussed it on uh, on our podcast before. Um, so there there will be some education uh, about some different terminology mm -hmm. and, and a, a really different part of this um, this industry. You know, uh, I think a lot of people have uh, heard about mining and and uh, different ways to get into mining. You know, there's different ways to invest. Uh, there's also some very negative connotations about um, cloud mining, uh, but I, I think uh, Scott and Mike today can really clear some of these uh, misnomers up and and really um, shed some light on on a, a new interesting way to to get into the the industry. Uh, so Scott, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your background, mm -hmm. what you're up to. You know, I know you're involved in a few different. Um, companies and ventures, and then you're also working uh, along with Mike too. So yeah, why, why don't you just tell us a little bit about what you're up to? Sure, so let's see, about two and a half years ago, I was blessed with the opportunity to be a part of Mining Store for a while. So got to learn a lot about the industry, really enjoyed my time there, wish them the best. About 60 days ago, I started my own consulting company with the idea of providing a complimentary suite of products. So I could talk to mining groups, investors, individuals interested in getting Bitcoin mining exposure and listen to what they need and, and be able to offer something that really met those expectations and serve the customer. So I'm uh, running the business development and sales for Wadham, BitRiver, and supply bit as well so very excited to be here today well that's awesome that sounds like you've got a, a lot on your plate yes i do and, but and, I love and the space a, so and and you have a like a four-year-old daughter or something as well that you're balancing i do before i got on this today she told me to wear something suitable so adeline i hope i'm looking suitable to you right now. <laughs> you're, you're looking a lot more suitable than me i'm more just wearing yeah, yeah, look, look, yeah. <laughs> she's got high standards yeah that's awesome um yeah and then and then mike uh you know why don't you tell us more about yourself uh, it, it was actually scott uh, hancock who introduced us to you and and what's yeah. going on but I, I know you're also involved in a, a lot of different projects as well yeah it's been quite the background for me so fun fact i started bitcoin mining via a friend back in 2011. i mined for three days thought it was a computer virus and told my <laughs> friend you know i'm uninstalling this for my computer very regretful that ever happened but <laughs> since that, i've been a professional money manager and trader for the last 10 years so okay my background is i was a professional currency trader here in chicago and i traded fx so i traded euro yen australian dollar 
So that was my background. And in late 2016, early 2017, a lot of coworkers and I, given that we're traders, we're day traders, I mean, we're the guys who would hold positions for seconds or minutes or hours even, right? Yeah. We all started slinging cryptocurrency on the side. You know, that's right when the Ethereum ICO came out. That's when Bitcoin nice. last having took place. And, and we all got heavily involved. And I was sitting at my desk one day, surrounded by some of the smartest people in the industry that I believe. And everyone's throwing large amounts of money into crypto. And I said, well, okay, there's something here. There's a big learning curve for new people to enter the market. Mm -hmm. And how can, I, how can I fix that? How can I make it easy for individuals to get exposure to cryptocurrency? Because mm -hmm. those were the days when Coinbase, you know, it was very hard to use. Their spreads were crazy. Their transaction fees were crazy and everything else. So I decided to start my own hedge fund. So I started a hedge fund solely uh, long only crypto, completely unleveraged back in the spring of 2017. That fund is still in existence. We're fortunate to have, you know, been having a few good years. Obviously, 18 was a little rough. But so I've been in crypto and exposed to these markets for roughly three and a half to four years. And so what we did last year was it's really when I dove into mining. I always had a 101 or 201 level expertise in mining. I understood some basic fundamentals, but my colleagues and I, we dove into some financial models and said, wow, there's an opportunity here, especially with the next gen stuff that was coming out with the mm -hmm. F17 pluses and the efficiency ratios. We said, hey, these numbers make a lot of sense. So a partner and I, we deployed about $2 million of our own capital and said, hey, let's get into the mining game. Let's put our money where our mouth is and and figure this out. And we did that in January of this year. We took the mine from concept and around Thanksgiving to full deployment and profitability by January 15th. So mm -hmm. to my knowledge, I mean, that's a 45 day deployment. We were moving very, very quick. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing we, we had an issue with, well, there's several issues when you begin mining was we figured out, okay, you have co-location, you have your electric, you have what type of mining rig do you want? You have certain defect rigs with those mining rigs. And through this process, we kind of looked at each other and said, hey, this mining stuff isn't quite as easy as you think it is. It's not just buy a machine and plug it in. It isn't? And, <laughs> yeah, right. And I mean, Grant, we knew there was going to be some complexities, but same kind of principle as when I started the fund. I said, hey, people want to get exposure to mining. Mm -hmm. How can I make it easy? We've proven it with our own money. We've proven the business model and we've built our inventory and said, hey, let's make a viable solution for institutional or wealthy individuals or even individuals with 25 grand that want to get exposure to cryptocurrency mining and quite frankly, not have to deal with all the bullshit, not have to deal with fluctuating hash rate, not have to deal with power outages or anything like that. And that's mm -hmm. kind of what launched us into not only supply bit, but also providing the the hedge mining services that I'm excited to formally launch here on the podcast. That's fascinating. That that yeah. really is. Yeah. Tell us tell us more in depth about that. So if you think about it, if you want to go buy an S19, whether it's the 110 or 95 terahash models, you're going to pay roughly between 32 and 36 dollars a terahash, right? Mm -hmm. Now. And that, those are today's prices. Those are prices that I got quoted this morning. If you wanted to go and buy an S17 plus model, you're gonna pay roughly 
22 to $23 a terahash, right? So mm -hmm. that's your upfront CapEx just for a machine. Now, factor in, when you go to a co-location facility, you're going to have mm -hmm. to put down a deposit, which is going to range between 10 and 15% of the sticker price of the machine as you put down a month or two deposit. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we said, hey, let's create a product that is very, com very competable or very comparative to buying your own machine, mm -hmm. but it's a turnkey solution. So we have two different products. We have our premium product, which is 35,000 for one petahash. And the nice thing about that product is we guarantee you a buyback. So say you want to buy and the contract is 36 months. So say you want to, after a year and a half of mining, you said, Hey, I want to get out. I'm happy with where Bitcoin is and I want to get out of my contract. We'll guarantee you that we'll buy it back from you using a 36 month straight line depreciation model. So what that allows investors to do, whereas if you were to go and buy Bitcoin yourself, or if you were to mm -hmm. go and buy mining equipment yourself, your risk is 100%. You could theoretically lose 100% of your money. With our premium solution, we're minimizing your downside risk. Your downside risk is 33% a year. So, so it's a nice so way. Let me just get this straight. Uh, let's say I had $35,000, correct? And and I bought a pair of ha petahash from you and I started hashing. I hashed for three days and I said, nah, man, I... This is, this is too risky for me. You guys are willing to buy that back? Yeah, so there is an initial 12-month lockup. You just can't okay. turn and burn it on us real quick. All right. Okay. But the nice thing is there's also pause periods. So say when you come on board with us, we give you all the economics. We hold your hand. We're really a white glove service. You're going to know what your break-even is. You're going to know what your OPEX is. All that is fixed. And so you have the ability to say, hey, you know, I don't like the price of Bitcoin right now. I don't want to incur any operational expenditure. So guess what? You can pause that and then turn it on anytime you want. And the really nice thing about these contracts are you have the ability to sell them to a third party. So you have two tangible assets. You have not only the Bitcoin that you mine and acquire, but you have a contract that's similar to like a mineral rights. Imagine if you had a parcel of land that had oil underneath. Well, those hmm. mineral rights yeah. have inherent value and that value fluctuates with the price of oil or the, or the good that you can mine from there. The same principle applies to these contracts because essentially you have a pile of Bitcoin that you're trying to mine. As Bitcoin goes up in value, this contract will fluctuate in value. And so hmm. what's nice about it compared to other cloud mining services, which I would say we are not a cloud miner yeah, at all. Yeah, it doesn't sound like cloud mining to me uh, in the very least. It, it yeah, I mean, my, like... my experience with cloud mining has been, you know, yeah, you, you buy a contract and uh, you hope that and you pray, you pray that they keep, they honor it. <laughs> that they keep it. Yeah. And that the website's not just going to disappear in, uh, in in a few months. And yeah. see, that's that's the nice thing with us is you get daily distributions. You know exactly how much Bitcoin you're going to make every month within a certain degree of of, um, you know, depending on difficulty. But. With us, what we found was there's really no guarantees in the space. The space is rampant with overpromise under the liver. So yeah. what my team and I worked really, really hard to do was make sure we have the insurance in place. You know, there's not very many miners with insurance. And I know the You guys are insured? That, yeah. That is and, phenomenal. That that definitely is a game changer for our industry. And so what that allows us to do and 
and Scott and Ethan, as I, as I mentioned previously, you guys re- will receive proof of our insurance today. So that way you can back up okay. the things that we make and that way you have that evidence. But what's nice about when we're insured is I can guarantee you 100% uptime. So for instance, Ethan, if you're mining throughout the month, your hash power is going to fluctuate as you have rejection rate, machines go oh, down, yeah. hash boards go down, things happen. With us, we look at the difficulty rate, and it's a very simple mathematical equation. Okay, yeah. here's difficulty, here's your hash power, here's how much Bitcoin you should have mined. We make sure that whatever your theoretical value is, you mine every single month. So at the end of the month, say for instance, you were short a fractional amount of Bitcoin that you mined, we yeah. drew you up. We say, hey, we're wow. going to you up, make you whole, and guess what? If you mined more than you should have, that's on us. We wear that risk. You get to keep that, right? Now, we've really designed this to really benefit the client. And the nice thing to, about yeah. the insurance is say, God forbid, the mine blows up or there's a catastrophic fire or whatever may happen. Well, that insurance allows us to guarantee that you're still going to get paid every single day, that you're, my, you're not going to have any interruption. And that is amazing. Nobody else, to my knowledge, can make that claim in the space right now. Oh, nobody. And, yeah. Yeah. And so the best way to think about hedge mining is, it's just like you're mining yourself, only you don't have any bullshit to deal with. You don't have to worry about machines going down. You don't have to worry about being insured. You don't have to worry about your capital deployment risk. You don't we have to worry about everything. permits or, or any of, of that nonsense, regulations, any of that stuff. You guys take yeah. care of everything. Pet power it, purchase yeah. agreements. and uh, Yeah. Is that yeah. what you call it? Hedge mining? I love it. That's a great yeah. thing. I can yeah, imagine uh, all these miners right now with S9 machines and they turn them off and they just wish they could hit the pause button on their electricity bill. Supply yeah. bit, you know, yeah. you hit or the pause their, button. Their, so. their rent on, on, their, um, on their facility or yeah. Exactly. Things are, are things that cost money. And the really nice thing is our OPEX, or if you want to call it electricity, but the, the cost to run the machines per peta, per peta hash, per one peta hash is two grand a month. So it's very flat, easy to understand. Hey, I'm going to put up X amount of money and I'm good for 36 months. Then I know what my OPEX is and say you want to cut it off halfway through the month. Okay, we just prorate you. It's, it's very simple, right? And sure. then finally, the way that, so we don't really make any money on the OPEX and we don't make any money on the on hash power. Where we make our money and where really supply bit has the opportunity to grow is we charge 15% of coins mined. So what that allows us to do is guarantee you 100% uptime, give you the ability to enter mining at the same cost it would cost you or less than going out and buying your own equipment and doing it yourself. So I think this is a great opportunity to talk about the two different products we have. One is the, the premium product that's 35 grand that allows you to turn the contract back on us. We guarantee you a buyback. But then you say, hey Mike, I don't want to buy back. I'm a very bullish Bitcoin. I'm long and strong. Okay. Well, that's our $25,000 product. And that is one pet of hash for 25 grand at an OPEX of roughly t- exactly 2000 a month. And if you look at that contract, it's like, oh, okay, you can go buy S19s and pay a premium at that level. Or we're right in line with the F17 pluses. If you go buy the machines new, it's right. very competitive. And so, yeah. What we're looking at is saying, hey, guess what? Come to us. Yeah, we're going to make our little management fee, but you have nothing to worry about in terms of 
machines going down. I mean, especially everyone talking about the big defect rate with one of the batches. I'm not going to name a manufacturer or anything well, like that. But, <laughs> you know, we, we, we all know. The community knows. <laughs> Bitmain. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, so, uh, you know, what you're saying is fascinating. And I, I think what's really important to note here that al almost everybody getting into the space doesn't see or doesn't evaluate properly is, you know, they may get all the details right with, you know, what kind of miner they want to buy. They may even figure out all the infrastructure, you know, issues and, and you know, how to get power really cheap. Um, but one of the things that they they don't ever talk about, I never hear discussed because I always hear horror stories about everything. My miners arrived broken or uh, the power company gypped me or, or just whatever. But I never hear anybody talking about understanding what risk is in this industry and doing things to manage their risk. And it sounds like what you're offering is something that is I've never heard of. I've never even seen in the industry. You handle and you take care of all of that risk. People will just give you that investment capital. They'll they'll get their petahash, and you handle the risk and and you know guarantee them a return. And nobody else in our industry is doing anything remotely like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just touch on that, and then I think we will take a brief break. But that comes from my background in hedge fund. My job as a trader is to mitigate risk. Anyone's barrier to entry, whether it's investing in a hedge fund, investing in mining, investing in equities, whatever it may be. It's risk management. Those are the people that have good returns, that understand how to manage risk. So all I want to do is provide those, tool, those tools to my clients and give them the flexibility to be great risk managers and have their own destiny in their hands. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, so I've, we're just going to talk a little bit about um, crypto mining tools. And, um, and, and uh, Ethan's going to share a little bit about our website and, and what you could do there. But yeah, Mike, I, I think it's it's great what you guys are doing. And uh, after this, I, I want to learn a little bit more about you know what what does this mean to you? You know, like what what do you are what are you able to do with the investment that you receive? Uh, you know, for your business um, to to be able to continue maintaining it and to continue growing it. But yeah, um, Ethan, why don't you uh, take it away? Yeah, I, I just want to again mention our website, Crypto Mining Tools, and you know, talking about risk and understanding risk, it's really important to have accurate information, and that's what our calculator app helps you do. Our advanced features in the calculator app uh, allow you to give really, really fine-grained controls over expenses and you know factors that that will change your profitability uh, and and your bottom line, and give you what we feel is the most accurate calculation out there. Another really useful feature, and I want to point this out to everybody, is we do have a quantity value. So if you want to know what your total income should be from 200 miners or 300 miners, you can just simply change the quantity. Gone are the days of frustration where you have to go in, you have to figure out the hash rate of one miner, then multiply that by you know whatever factor of miners you have. We've made it simple. We've made it easy for you. And then if we go on to our comparison app, you know, once you found a miner and you found the, the profitability that you feel is acceptable and, and you understand the risk with that, we now have the ability to let you compare that. Compare that with its nearest competitors. Is it really the best choice? Are there better options out there? Are there miners that would be less expensive for you that would give you about the same value? Um, or are there other manufacturers that don't have as high of a defect rate? Um, so yeah, our, our comparison app allows you to, to, to see that and, and to know, you know, get that extra step of assurance that you have, you know, made the right choice. And then after you do a comparison, you can go to our shop app 
And this is where you can go in the market. And, and again, I'm so excited about this. We're about to release our, our new user experience on the back end. And this is where the market will be able to list their miners. And right now, Scott and I are just getting flooded with people who, who want to sell and buy. And it's getting so overwhelming that I'm glad we have this technology in place because it will be able to handle and delegate and manage a lot of these transactions for us uh, and do it in a safe and secure way. This is coming from Scott and me. Um, so, you know, you're, you're not dealing with scammers. You're not dealing with hustlers. You know you're getting, you know, the real market price and, and you know, what the market really has to offer. And that's what I really like about this. And then after that, um, you can go to our directory. So if you don't want to deal with the hassle, you you can you know always go down to to Mike and he will just take care of you. Just give him the cash and he'll do it. But if you you know still got that entrepreneurial spirit and you, you like to be that you know hands-on pioneer, you know chopping down the trees, building the cabin yourself, here's where you can find the energy for your miners. And we have a very useful tool. If you go into the managed hosting, uh, let's say you're completely new at this, you know. The, the hosting farms, they want to know how much of our power do you want to buy from us? How much do you want to use? Well, I don't know this. I'm new into mining. Here you can select the, the miners that you want to buy or the miners that you have, put in the quantity, and it'll tell you, it'll calculate automatically for you how much power those miners will need. You can add multiple miners. And if by any chance our miner isn't available in the list, you can actually add a custom power value. Um, yeah, so when you're getting a quote, from these hosting facilities, instead of having to go through and do all the difficult calculations, they're going to already know everything that you need, and they're going to be able to give you a very accurate price. Yeah, yeah. So, Scott, do you have anything to add to that? I, I... no, that was a, a pretty thorough review of of what we're offering here, and then uh, you know that that really complements uh, our Telegram channels and Telegram groups where where uh, we have. Uh, buyers and sellers posting, uh, you know, want to buy ads and and uh, want to want to sell ads. Um, so yeah, you know, we're really just all about connecting the uh, the industry uh, to each other from the the vendors and and the the buyers, and um, yeah. So anyway, um, that's a little bit about us, and uh, we're able to run this podcast because uh, you know it allows us to really reach out to our audience, but uh, being able to speak about our services and products. Um, is is good. So anyway, let's let's get back to Mike and Scott Hancock here. Um, yeah. So Scott, um, what were we talking about before? We're talking about uh, risk management. Risk and yeah, absolutely. I think a good place to pick up was if you if our real competition and your real choices when you come into cryptocurrency, you ask yourself, okay. Say I want to allocate funds to crypto for the very first time. You have a lot of choices. Do I want to buy Bitcoin? Do I want to buy Ethereum? Do I want to buy mining rigs? What do I want to do? And so what we did with our service was say, hey, okay, let's say you had $50,000 today. You can go out and buy roughly five Bitcoin. You can go out and buy some machines or you can come to us and guess what? With one petahash over 36 months, you're going to mine between six and eight Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. So if you look at where's my biggest bang for my buck and where is it the safest in terms of protected downside, tangible assets, a contract that is transferable that I can sell to a third party if I want. You know, if you mine your own machines and your hope is that, hey, Bitcoin goes to 40,000 and those machines are gonna gain value, 
I'm be the first one to tell you, yeah, they'll probably appreciate value, but what's harder to sell? Hard, tangible machines or a hash contract where it's saying, hey, mm -hmm. I guarantee you you're going to get this much power. And so that, that's our real thing when we went out to design the product. It's not only we're competing against the Genesis mining or the bit tiers in the world. We're competing against other miners. We're competing against going out and buying crypto yourself. Mm -hmm. So where, where I look at it from is I put my hedge, hedge fund hat on and say, you know what? If you want to move into crypto, it's probably wise to buy some coins yourself, but it's probably wise to get exposure to the mining side. Because mm -hmm. if you think about when you're trading, right? We talk about risk management and trading. Well, when you enter a trade, let's say you buy Bitcoin, you buy it at 8,000. That's a decision you have to make. There's two entries. When and at what price am I getting into the trade? Mm -hmm. And when and at what price am I getting out of the trade? So there's two big decisions you have to make. Sure. When you're mining, you're automatically long. You're generating Bitcoin every single day. So the mm -hmm. only decision you have to make at that point is, okay, when do I want to sell? And guess what? If the price was 9,100 yesterday and you sold some and now it's 9,500, you're not kicking yourself saying, oh man, I wish I would have sold at 9,500 because guess what? You got another reward today of Bitcoin that you can sell at 9,500. So oh, that's when it comes to yeah. yeah, when it comes to managing risk, that's kind of what we look at why we designed the product the way we did. Now, let's talk about, you know, why am I in crypto? Where do we expect to go? What is my stance on the space? I've been in crypto for about four years and my background in professional markets, I've worked in hedge funds and proprietary trading shops. And what we're seeing more so than ever, and even today, you, you can look at it, look out at the PCE numbers or the inflationary numbers. Mm -hmm. Wages grew, US dollar wages grew 10% over the last month and savings have dropped 13%. What does that mean? Is fiat currency or traditional money, your buying power is getting destroyed at an unprecedented rate. Because think about yes. it, Wage, wages went up 10%. What do you think is going to happen? The goods and services, those costs are going to go up inherently. We talk about inflation. So if you look at, okay, why is crypto a good asset to have? Why is it maybe better than gold? Well, gold's a great store of value. Bitcoin's a great store of value. But it's the transferability, being able to transact mm -hmm. in real time. And I'm sure you guys are familiar with the, pro the with the product 10X. They have a card over in the EU that they have an e-money license. So you, it's essentially a debit card product um, where you link your wallet up to it. And you can go out and spend your crypto anywhere Visa is accepted. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see that come to fruition in a big way here in the U.S. and internationally within the next 8 to 18 months. And everyone talks about, you know, Bitcoin's too slow. It's only 10 minutes to block the transact. Well, here's your bridge for that solution, right? That's how you fix that solution. So in an inflationary environment where you have central banks like the Fed or the Bank of England coming out and saying, hey, we're just going to print more money. And then you have the Bank of Japan where they've been negative rates for years now. And they came off a few weeks ago, or excuse me, about a month and a half ago now and said, we're going to lift all of our restrictions on our easing policies. What is that going to do to fiat currency? Yeah. Well, it's, it tells you that, hey, my buying power is going to be diminished. So where do you really want to be? You want to be in finite assets. You want to be in parcels of land. You want to be in precious metals. You want to be in gold. And guess what? You even want to be in equities. And here's why. Here's why everyone's baffled of why, is the, why are the equity markets rallying? Well, the short answer is because the Fed's pumping more money into the economy. But the yes. real answer is, Say, and I'm going to use an exaggerated example just to make my point. 
say you have a hundred dollars today and you can go to your store and buy one loaf of bread for one hundred dollars right the dollar amount very, very nice loaf matter. of bread <laughs> just say it's a widget you can buy a widget yeah. for a hundred dollars whatever okay. it is and let's say for example apple stocks trading at a hundred dollars so you buy one loaf of bread today and you buy one share of apple Okay, that's your buying power of that $100 today. Well, guess what? A year from now, that you go to the grocery store, what do you think that loaf of bread is going to cost? Is it more or less expensive? It's going to be right? more it's expensive. Probably It'll be probably be like two, $280. Right. Even if it's only $103 now, where you have an inflation rate of 2 or 3%, right? It's going to be more expensive in terms of dollars. Mm -hmm. Well, you look at your Apple stock, and forget earnings, forget any fundamentals of the company, just based on dollar buying power. The mm -hmm. Apple stock is going to be $103. So the amount of loaf of bread that you can get for a Apple share versus loaf of bread has not changed. But the amount of dollars that you need to transact in both of those has increased. So mm -hmm. that's why inflation and the Fed pumping more money into the system makes things more expensive. It's not because they've gone up in value. It's because your buying power has gotten degraded over time. And that's why we're seeing equities while they're at. That's a nice tailwind for crypto. And that's why I tell all my clients, hey, you want to be well diversified, not only in crypto. All of my clients, I advise them only do 3 to 10% in crypto. Obviously, I have 80% of my net worth in crypto, but yeah. I have a lot of conviction. Right. But, you know, that's my kind of view on the industry. And I think those are very strong tailwinds along with, look at the global economy. We're, we're more globalized than we've ever been before. And yeah. the need to transfer funds and do international business or have an international currency, whether it's Bitcoin or whatever cryptocurrency is gonna be, no one really knows, right? It's hard to predict mm -hmm. anything in the space over 18 months. But if you think about the younger generation, you know, I'm only 29, but think about people who are five, 10, 15 years old, what makes more sense for them? Uh, a piece of paper, think about a five-year-old. You give them a dollar bill and you say, hey, you can go buy a can of Coke in a Coke machine. They're gonna ask you why, why is this dollar worth money? And, and the short answer is it just is. And it's because people believe a dollar is worth a dollar. But if you look at the banking system, what makes more sense to them? Oh, I can memo somebody or I can sell somebody and it's just an electronic mm -hmm. funds transfer. There's really, Moving forward, I think there's always going to be a need for paper tangible money. But as the dollar or any global fiat currency goes more and more digital, okay, well, your counterparty risk, your third party, your intermediaries, those risks increase substantially. And so over the next 20, 30, 40 years, what are we going to need? We're going to need a bigger asset that I can direct peer to peer and control myself. People don't realize when you have a bank account at, you know, JP Morgan or wherever, that's just an imaginary number. They just float out there and they show yeah, you, okay, yeah. that's what they're, what they're really touting is their credit worthiness that, mm -hmm. Hey, you have this amount here and believe us. And guess what? If you open yeah. a checking account, the bank, if you walk say you had a hundred thousand dollars in a checking account, you can't just walk into the bank and pull out a hundred grand. Nope. When you sign that's up a, for your checking yeah. account, you sign a bunch of paperwork saying, Hey, they can refuse you for 72 mm -hmm. hours. And I don't know yeah. if we have any, I don't know if we have any Ozark fans, but if you remember the, one of the very first show episodes of Ozark, when Marty Bird goes into the Chicago bank that he works with, mm -hmm. they're trying to you know hinder him from pulling out his money. He's like, no, it's my money. I have the right to. But technically, the banks have a right to refuse yeah. you to money. And people yeah. don't realize 
they only keep a small percentage of their overall deposits on hand in the branch. Mm-hmm. Um, but not to say, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the banking system. It's treated me well. But there's my point is there's a demand mm-hmm. and there's going to be a need for cryptocurrency and the ability to transact in these manners. So really, fundamentally, the way I look at it is how the hell can I acquire as many Bitcoin or whatever crypto that I want in the meantime? My big bet is demand is going to outpace supply. We can all tell Mike knows what he's talking about with his hedge fund experience. And, you know, a lot of the audience here is obviously long on Bitcoin. Everybody wants to mine themselves. They've been mining for years. Why would you want supply bit? Well, think about last year around this time in May when the price of Bitcoin was going up. You looked at the hash rate. You want it in right right then and there. And mm-hmm. you couldn't get machines. You might have yeah. to wait two or three months. So you can buy this supply bit hedge mining contract, get your hash power right away. In addition to that, if you think you're so great at mining yourself, then go ahead and buy your new machines and wait the two to three yeah. months while you're mining. Wait, with wait. Yep. And, and have, sell to, your have to get permits and build out infrastructure exactly. to host. Uh, yeah. So you yeah, can really mix and match and use this product really well, even if you are mining yourself. And that's a really great point, Scott. The nice thing is we can do anywhere from one to a hundred petahash and get you turned on today. You know, longest that, turn on hundred, is- hundred petahash would turn me on. Yeah, I, I, I'm, all, I'm already feeling stinky. <laughs> so that's the, nice, that's the nice thing is, you have scalability. We're going to hold your hand every step of the way. For instance, if you mine with us, you get access to all of our hedge fund insights and you get access to me 24-7. Again, we're a boutique service. I'm your biggest champion. We're only going to succeed if our clients succeed. And what's really nice about that, at the end of the month, you're going to get a report that kind of breaks down. Okay, here's how many coins you mined. Here was your power consumption. So you can, if you're really into analytics, we give you the ability to really dive down and get to the granular granular level with however you want to financially model your mind. And we're going to be the first ones to call you up. Hey, Ethan. Hey, Scott. You know, your mind's Bitcoin price is low. You're below your break even. Do you want to turn it off or leave it going? Now, as we now know, that then- is in, in itself amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I have miners hosted at, at a facility and, you know, once in a while they'll send me an email saying, hey, your miners are offline. And I just kind of have to, you know, wait for them to turn it back on or fix their power. But, uh, you know, I mean, get, getting a phone call, you know, in advance from somebody saying, hey, you know, do you maybe want to pause your contract? Yeah. yeah. That sounds revolutionary to me. Yeah. that. So, yeah, mitigating the risk, being able to have instant access to hash power. And being able to to manage, you know, your your mining opportunity, I think, is a game changer. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, so we're coming to the end of our uh, podcast episode today. But uh, usually, you know, when we end, we just want to make sure that our audience knows where to find you guys. Um, so Scott Hancock, uh, wh- where do you hang out online? Yeah, you. You can find me on Telegram at Crypto Mining Scotty. Uh, also, Twitter, Scotty Bitcoin. You can email me at scott at cloudaimint.com. And also the Supplybit, uh, scott.hancock at supplybit.io. So I look forward to speaking to all of you soon again. Awesome. 
And and yeah. Mike, how about you? How, how should people contact you? For me, I, I I fly under the radar. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Telegram very briefly, <laughs> but I'm just Mike at supplybit.io, or you can find me on LinkedIn at Mike Mike Roth, or you can find our company at supplybit.io. And then if you mention, I ask that if you go to the website and you're curious, please drop me a line and just mention that you heard us on the podcast and I'll be happy to give you a discount. Awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, great. Uh, thanks again for coming on here and teaching us a little bit more about hedge mining. Hedge and, mining. Uh, you heard it here first on crypto mining tools. Hedge mining. All right, guys. Have a great day. Have a good weekend. And thanks. we'll hopefully talk See you guys. To you guys again. <laughs> See you. Take care, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.